Well, they call it the Temptations National Anthem, My Girl. And they sang that on July the 4th here at the Shabu stage. And it was a great show. And speaking of that, I am delighted to be joined by the man who presented that concert and many others in the past and in the future. And that would be David Foster, because David has a big announcement to make today about more musical events coming our way. But let's just use that as a tease, David, and think back to July the 4th. How good was that day? Oh, boy. It was fabulous. Yeah. Great weather and uh, great spirit and uh, great cause. Explain that and explain what happened that day with that family from Ukraine. I planned the fundraiser to raise money for the folks in Ukraine. You know, because, you know, we watch the news every night and we see these children, they're all getting houses bombed. It's just it's so sad. And, you know, I'm in tears every night. And I just felt compelled to do something. And, uh, you know, uh, Father Billick here uh, uh, that runs the Ukrainian church over on Oak Street uh, has been wonderful to try to raise money as well for the folks in Ukraine and has a... Uh, a good situation, so I, you know, I took him on as my partner, uh, knowing that if whatever money we could raise, he would take the money and make sure it was got to the right places. So, but anyway, in my in my travels and promoting this thing, I all of a sudden I I found a family in Simsbury that um, <clears throat> uh, they were Ukrainian descent and uh, and they work at the same. Uh, a firm that uh, does uh, uh, the investments for the foundation, uh, for the Foster Foundation, and for all my investments and stuff. And he's, he's a nice man. He, he works for the person that handles my account. And he, he explained to me that day when I was having a meeting about my business, you know, what, what was going on, and he's smuggling his family, and they're all his cousins from Ukraine, you know, into Poland and then through Germany, and then, you know, and now they have this uh, beautiful home, a five-bedroom home in Simsbury, Connecticut. Their children are grown up, so they're empty nesters. And it was they had all these empty bedrooms. So they said, "Well, you know, we'll just take care of my family here, and and this uh, we'll enroll the children in school in the Simsbury school system because they can speak English." And lo and behold, all that stuff worked out and worked out, and uh, you know. Uh, they took us through the, all the stories of going to country to country and, and finally getting them to America and uh, then buying all the, the bunk beds in the house and, and clothes for the kids because they only had the clothes on their back when they left the Ukraine. But the biggest problem that they had is they had no transportation and they needed a, they needed a vehicle. So, you know, I said, to, I said to Mr. Black, the man that handles my stuff, I said, well, Bob, why don't we just get five of your clients, and I'll be one, and we'll we'll split it. You know, we'll get them a ve- we'll get them a vehicle. And he goes, well, what's going on in the market right now? Everybody's flipping out because the market's so down. We can't get anybody to give anything. They're, they're all flipping out. You know, so so I said, all right, let me see what I can do. You know, so I come home and I call my friend Denny Gates, and I said, Denny, we got to find a Dodge Carry van. That's what they want. And I said, it's got to be a good one, late model. You know, I don't want a piece of junk because, you know, can you imagine I, I, I buy this family a van and then they they stall somewhere and they, they all suffocate because the air conditioning doesn't work. <laughs> you know, I had all these 
You have to do the gift right, too. You know what I mean? Because all of a sudden, now you're taking responsibility. So I said, find me a good one, you know. And I called them every three hours. Did you find one? Did you find Not yet, but I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm, you know, I'm at the auction in Pennsylvania now. I'm blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the next day he calls me. He goes, I found a beauty. It's a year and a half old, you know, very low miles. And uh, and I said, you know, what's the cost? And he he, he gave me the, the pill and I took it. And I went, okay, uh, you know, and, uh, can you put a three-year bumper-to-bumper warranty on it? Because I want to make sure this family doesn't have any problems. If they do have a problem, it'll get covered. You know what I mean? Because they got all they can deal with all these people coming to their home. So he adds that in, you know. So anyway, $30,000 later. <laughs> and a full tank of gas. That's right. And I said, we've we got to <laughs> fill the tank up for him, too. I said, we'll, we'll tell the husband, but don't tell the wife or the children. And then invite them all to the to the fundraiser for Ukraine. And they'll just, I'm sure they're going to want to be part of it because they understand what's going on in Ukraine. So anyway, uh, they played, played it just like we, we, we asked. And... They get to the stage, and we, we bring them up on stage. And uh, then I had one of my friends drive the car right in front of the stage. And all of a sudden, it stops. And I said, see this uh, this Dodge Caravan? This is yours. <laughs> they, just, they flipped out. They just they couldn't believe it. So, you know, I have it on my phone here. and I So every morning when I get up, you know, I play it and because it, it's so precious. The little the three-year-olds are going, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, you know, we love the car. You know what I mean? I mean, it makes you cry every time you. But I mean, what what it did is it was the first gift uh, of the day, and it, and it it instilled uh, so much uh, reality to the crowd that was there as far as you know raising money. It was free to get in. It was bring your own uh, uh, you know cooler and stuff, so you didn't have to buy a seven or eight dollar beer. So all of a sudden, they've already got the Temptations for free in, the, in this beautiful park. It's free. You know, they, they bring their own blankets, their own chairs. It's absolutely, they haven't spent five cents. And they know it's a fundraiser, and they know we're going to pass the pail. So I said, you know, I hope we've inspired you with this, this gift to this family to maybe, you know, put some money in the pails so we can get some more funds to the, fo- to the folks in Ukraine. David, let me just give a little uh, fill in the blanks here. So I come off the parade. I come down here, put some stuff on on the Facebook, and I go over there. And I basically had nothing in my pockets, had no wallet, didn't even have my car keys. They were still here in my office because I can get in the building here without keys. And I felt a little guilty because I wanted to give some money to the Ukrainian cause. And I guess they did a pretty nice job. Uh, They raised a fair amount of money on that passing the pail thing on the the concert. Oh, they sure did. But I couldn't do it. Because I, I forgot to bring money along. Uh-huh. So now, for people like me, whether you were at the concert or whether you want to just do it out of the goodness of your heart, do you know how you would do it now? How can you help that cause now for the Ukrainian refugees? What, what, what we ask folks to do now is if, if you could find it in your heart to send some money, just, just send it to the Ukrainian Church of Willimantic on Oak Street in care of Father Billick and then in the, in the check memo. Just put fundraiser for a uh, musical fundraiser for for uh, Ukraine for the folks in Ukraine, and it, it goes into a special, uh, you know, a fund that gets f- filtered to, to to go to Ukraine. One other question before we get to the A material here today. Well, that was pretty good A material on July the fourth too. But as the Temptations left town, 
did they say anything to you? Do they go, wow, what a nice venue? Or do they, you know, did they say anything about about well, playing they, here? They, well, they loved they loved they loved what they saw. They loved what it was about, and um, meaning the Ukrainian thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just uh, they just said, uh, you know, and I said a prayer at lunch for their families. You know, to keep them all safe and to keep them healthy, and uh, uh, and that we send uh, lots of love and prayers from everybody in the town of Wyndham to the Temptations, and and how grateful we are that they came to help us raise money for Ukraine. So on the way out, uh, they just they just looked at me and they said, "This is an amazing. We won't forget this place." And he goes. Uh, you're a gift from God, he said. That's what they, they said to me, the leader. So, and I was there with my wife, and we were crying. It was like, and I went home, and I said, let's take a swim, honey. I feel, I feel pretty good. You know? <laughs> That's why I asked the question. That's yeah, a great answer. Yeah. All right, you've got big news to break this morning about another concert coming to town. This is an indoor series, though, not outdoors. What do you got? Yeah, well, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to partner again with... Um, my dear friends at Eastern Connecticut State University to to uh, raise money for scholarships for high school uh, children. Except this year uh, for the Kevin Crosby, uh, you know, scholarship fund, we're going to open it up and widen it, not just to Wyndham students, but it'll be Wyndham, E.O. Smith, Ram High School, Coventry High School, you know, uh, Parish Hill, all the surrounding uh, community, probably NFA. Lyman. And Lyman in, in Lebanon, yeah. All the surrounding community high schools are going to be open to receiving the this, this scholarship money. And who are you bringing to town now? It's going to be, jazz, it's going to be, it's going to be a jazz series. Uh, and I have three out, of the, three out of about a possible five concerts locked in. Uh, I have uh, September 17th booked. October 15th booked, and June 15th booked. That's next late Next spring. June, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, the first one on the 17th of September is going to be uh, the fabulous vocal group Take Six, which, you know, they're, they're monstrous. They're like the modern-day Manhattan transfer. Uh, they recently played the Mohegan Arena and had 6,000 people there. And, uh, you know, they've won Grammy Awards after Grammy Awards. They're just, they're absolutely fabulous uh, singers. Five-part harmonies, you know, and and it's going to be in that $400 million fine arts auditorium where you don't even need a microphone. It's just, it's like a mini Carnegie Hall up there. It's so Fine beautiful. Arts Instructional Center, incredible acoustics up there. Incredible. You've been there and you know, you've experienced it. And um, two shows, two shows. We we need two to pay for the artists, and uh, we also we want to raise money. So you know these are high ticket uh, these are high ticket uh, shows. They're they're a hundred dollars and eighty five dollars per seat. But we, what our plan is is over the just the first two shows, we'll probably raise uh, somewhere between thirty and forty thousand dollars in the two evenings. So you that know, money goes to local high school students' scholarships. That's right, every penny of it. And then what what it is is, our foundation will pay half the cost of the concert, the Foster Foundation, and the Eastern Foundation will pay the other half. So you know, I'm great getting collab- help finally. Yeah, you know? great collaboration. 
Right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some help because, I mean, for me to do it completely on my own, I'm just, I, as you saw this summer, I, you know, I spent it down, you know what I mean? I, I don't have that kind of money left anymore. So what I'm trying to do is continue to, to keep doing good things. Well, but well, you're, I, not, you're not just talking the temptations. You're talking about all the other charitable stuff you gave over a million dollars to. That's what o- you're referring over, to. Over two and a half million. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm correcting my math. <laughs> yeah. Big difference. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those kind of things where at the end of June 11th, uh, I remember I came up to you and I said, Wayne, I need some gas money to get home. I have no money yeah. left. <laughs> but, All right. But, so then October the 15th, another two show event at the Eastern Fine Arts Instructional Center. And it's the world class uh, uh, Cuban uh, jazz trumpeter Arturo Sandoval who's won multiple Grammy Awards, multiple, I mean, he's like a superhuman being. He escaped Cuba, you know, uh, I think, was it four or five he's won uh, Grammys, I think? He's won a ton of them, anyway. He's just, he's brilliant. The last time I brought him to the area, well, I I brought him to Eastern, he sold out by himself the two shows. Lefty, I was there, and it was just incredible. He was so good. (laughs) Yeah. And he, you know, wasn't just trumpet. Then he gets on the piano and plays like a virtuoso. Then he plays the, the percussion drums. I mean, he's just, he's all over the place. And he's got an incredible seven-piece band. You know, and um, the difference this year is the Shubu All-Stars are going to open. The same band that was in the park uh, this summer and the same band that, you know, I just uh, finished out down with Catherine Hepburn Theater, which is, you know, it's it's nice. It's the Uptown Horns, Three Horns, and uh, Hammond Organ, uh, Mitch on piano, Cliff on guitar, and, and Wolfie on bass, and, and Marty on drums. And uh, so we're going to do blues and jazz that evening. And, um, you know, I I really look forward to being with my friend Arturo. We're like friends. He, He's he's so kind to me, and he and he and he gets it. He, he understands. He goes, he goes. So we're gonna make we're gonna try to send children to college again. I went, yeah. He goes, I'm in. He goes, you know, he's he's just one of those guys. He's 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 beautiful. You know? So that's October fifteenth, and you say there's three more unbooked concerts that will be coming up. Well, I have Pat Metheny held for June fifteenth. Now Pat Metheny will be playing. Uh, 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 I think he's scheduled to play Carnegie Hall the weekend after. So they they, they called me in Boston and they said, David, w- would you be interested in, in playing Pat again? He loved playing for you at that uh, at that fine arts center. And I said, yes, I, I would be. And I said, they said, will you hold June 15th? I said, I'll lock it in. They said, okay, we'll lock it in too. So, you know, so I've got Pat Metheny. I mean, he sold out both shows in hours i mean he's like he's so huge so i mean that's like money in the bank and then you know so i, I have one more to look at uh, maybe or, or a couple more to look at and uh you know it, it's fun it's fun just dreaming on well who, who might they be so we're going to do that in the spring section like you know there's only so many i can do until christmas because of the budgetary stuff at eastern 
with police and uh, you know staffing the uh, the concerts. Flash me back to this series, not the Jilson slash Shabush stage stuff, but I remember you've done things at the Capitol Theater. You had Les McCann that played here, and you've had this other series, including Arturo Sandoval before at Eastern. This is all kind of the same concept, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's it's it, you know I mean I I'm a big believer in scholarships for children, and uh, it's. It's remember the, the Lou we're all saying, uh, mine is a terrible thing to waste. And, you know, I mean, it's just there's so many deserving young kids out there that uh, have a chance to better themselves, and the only thing that's keeping them from doing it is money. And if we can do that and we can, uh, if we can take that problem away, uh, we've done something really good. And what I also like about it is you're, cre- you're creating scholarship endowments so the money that you do put into those endowments lives and lives and lives and lives and keeps on getting more and more children educated. It's much different than homeless shelters and soup kitchens, which are just as important, but that money is spent immediately because you, they buy food. It's consumed, so the money is gone. The thing that's beautiful about scholarships is the money continues to live and do goodness, you know. So, I mean, uh, that's that's really important to me right now. Considering when I look at what's left in the foundation, I go, oh, my God. You know, so now I can at least look at, like, things that, like, the camp, you know what I mean, or things at the hospital, things that, you know, were done where you can you can see it, you know what I'm saying, or scholarships. You can see it. it it's there. It, it, the goodness will continue to, to uh, happen. Was there a relationship that you had with Arturo that dates back to the days when the Shabu Club was opened? No, did not. We didn't know each other. So how did you? It was, it was uh, I met him uh, later on in life when I was producing for the city of Enfield. Uh, I did the Fourth of July celebration there for twenty years in the city, for the city of Enfield, and when uh, one year, I, uh, you know, I. Uh, they used, they, used, they used to book a lot of heavy metal there, you know, for that weekend. The people in Enfield love heavy metal for some reason, you know. And uh, one year I just said, hey, you know, can we get a little bit more sophisticated and book uh, a jazz act, you know? Because I'd love to book Arturo Sandoval. And they went, who's that, you know? <laughs> so anyway, we were on the show that day anyway. The All-Stars were on it, so... Uh, Lo and behold, I talked him into it. We booked him. There was about seven or 8,000 people watching him play, which was the typical amount of people there. But they, you know, they, they, they kind of liked him. They didn't know how to react to him because he was musically kind of over their head, you know. It was a metal crowd, you know. So <laughs> it was basically a mistake on my part uh, to, to put him on uh, that show. But... That's where I met him, spent some time with him, and, you know, he he noticed my shoes <laughs> that I was wearing. I had a pair of, you know, uh, uh, French shoes that are quite expensive that I would wear on, on the bandstand, and he goes, are those, what do you call it? And I said, yeah, they are. He goes, I have a pair, too. They're fabulous. He goes, you must be quite a guy if you're wearing shoes like that. <laughs> we we kind of hit it off, you know. So I said, Arturo, I'm going to bring you back soon, and I'll get you on a, a bill that makes a little bit more sense next time. So a year later, I brought him to the Hartford Festival of Jazz, 
in, in at Bushnell Park, and he drew fifty thousand people. Arturo did. I mean, and just completely annihilated the place, you know what I mean? And loved it, had a ball, and he was hugging me. At the end of this, he came off the stage and he was going, you're the, you're the best, you know. And then I brought him to Easter to do the fundraiser. We, by then, we were big, deep friends, you know. And uh, so now I called him again, and, you know, I called him at his house, and I said, Arturo, it's me, David, you know, from, from that little town of Willimantic. <laughs> he goes, the man with the shoes? I went, yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, how are you? How's your family? He's, I mean, so sweet. You know, and, I, and, and he said, I miss you. Uh, and I said, will you, will you come uh, raise money for children for scholarships with me again? Anytime you want. So, when's the date? <laughs> I love the fact you got Arturo Sandoval like on speed dial. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah, I called my agent. He goes, I'll tell him yes. I'll say yes. <laughs> well, the Wikipedia page says Arturo Sandoval, a Cuban-American jazz trumpeter, pianist, and composer. While living in his native Cuba, Sandoval was influenced by jazz musicians Charlie Parker, Clifford Brown, and Dizzy Gillespie. In 1977, he met Gillespie, who became his friend and mentor, and helped him defect from Cuba while on tour with the United Nations Orchestra. Sandoval became an American naturalized citizen in 1998. His life was a subject of the film For Love or Country, the Arturo Sandoval story in 2000, starring Andy Garcia. He's won Grammy Awards, Billboard Awards, and won Emmy Award. He performed at the White House and the Super Bowl and Eastern Connecticut State University's Fine Arts Center. <laughs> says, says here he's going to turn 73 in November, by the way. So it's 73 this year? Yeah, that's what it says. You yeah. thought he was older, didn't you? I heard 80. That's what I heard. Well, <laughs> everything on Wikipedia is true. It's like social media. So anyway. So, so it is true. Or it isn't true. Well, it says here 1949. That would be 72 going on 73. Yeah. And then uh, take six. Is there a story about how you first connected with them? Well, Ed Keen, the manager, is the same manager as the Manhattan Transfer. So, um, you know, and my history with the transfer goes back to Shibu days. So, um, you know, when I was uh, working on this thing for the Hartford Festival of Jazz for the Manhattan Transfer, you know, Take Six, his name came up, and I just went, oh, boy, I love that. I love those guys, you know. And he said, well, you know, maybe someday we can play them. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I met with uh, Ken DeLisa over at Eastern trying to revive the, the jazz series for the scholarships for high school kids here and um uh i said i got an idea you know maybe we'll play take, take six i called ed i go is take six open on september 17th because they are i told him what the what it was about you know and it was to raise scholarship money for children uh and you know that's why uh, i could only give you so much to do the two shows you know and uh he, he gets it and he went okay you know you got your date, so I'm just very excited to get a chance now to bring Take Six to to Willamette because boy, they are really they're world class. So. Another band that's played the White House, and their Wikipedia page says Take Six is an American a cappella gospel sextet formed in 1980 on the campus of Oakwood College in Huntsville, Alabama. The group integrates jazz with spiritual and inspirational lyrics. Take Six has received Grammy Awards as well as Dove Awards, a Soul Train Award, and nominations for the NAACP Image Award. The band has worked with Ray Charles, 
Gordon Goodwin, Don Henley, Whitney Houston, Al Giroux, Quincy Jones, Katie Lang, Queen Latifah, the Manhattan transfer, the aforementioned Manhattan transfer, Johnny Mathis, Brian McKnight, Marcus Miller, Joe Sample, CC Winan, Stevie Wonder, all original members grew up in the, the Alabama area, and they're coming to town here on the 17th of September. Important question, at what point do you anticipate tickets will be available, and where and how can people get tickets for these concerts? We plan on being on sale by Monday, and it'll be eventbrite.com, like we did for the Shibu Festival. That's a great ticket uh, company, and they're very fair. Um, we haven't found a local ticket outlet yet to sell locally as well. Uh, we're, we're in search of that, and, uh, uh, you know, we're going to see who, uh, who who might want to help us. You know, there might be a an organization in, in, in the city that might help us, you know. Um, you know... Uh, We'll see, but if not, Eventbrite is is just great. It's so easy to 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 get a ticket, and it's very fair as far as their service charges. Uh, well, that leads me into an email from Cindy, who says, "Could these upcoming concert dates be posted? They all sound amazing." Well, Eventbrite, when they get posted on Monday, they'll have the dates. Oh yeah, every, I mean, we'll we'll go into a marketing full marketing camp. We just we're just getting con- our contracts, so we're just getting our con- uh, confirmation. So it's just, it's just happening now. I mean, that's why I'm here to, to announce it. It's just it takes time to put it all together. You know what I mean? Where you're legally al- allowed to announce. You know. So we'll be I'll be repeating those dates here in just a couple minutes before we wrap things up with David Foster this morning. Speaking of that, I was watching you on TV on Sunday night on the Connecticut Public Television program. Where art thou? They did a piece, a half an hour piece about how great the arts are here in Romantic Willamantic, and they had your pal Bruce John on talking about the Breadbox Music series. They had. Kate Mac, or Chris Mactabo and Tom Menard talking about the Carrie Gallery, and they showed Carrie Quirk doing her work. They had you and talking that, about the history. And of, also that, uh, that fabulous poet. Yeah, Sean uh, Forbes. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I got out of it, uh, it, was, it was pretty much what you got out of it. It, sh- it showed Willimantic in a proper light, finally. It was so positive for our community, I, th- I thought. And, uh, you know, they did such a nice job uh, covering all those bases and here's the impact that show had on me i last night emailed sean frederick forbes and said hey want to be a morning show guest <laughs> i wasted no time i said he's good man i want to get him on the radio oh, talking he's about brilliant. The, brilliant. he's also the head of the creative writing department at the university of connecticut which is i've had people from there, students and faculty on before from that event but yeah you look great your stories were great about the old days of Shibu. i love the fact that they threw out a question about was there like one act that stood out of all and you couldn't come up with one. And that's the reason, in my opinion, the reason you couldn't come up with one is because there's somebody to pick one. You can't pick your favorite kid. Yeah, there's just, there was just too many brilliant yeah. evenings there. You know, and that's that's what it'll always be. But I thought Bruce was, was elegant in his speaking. Always, and and uh, always is. And I thought Chris Magnabo was wonderful in her speaking and how she described uh, Carrie. And, and uh, I mean, everything about... Uh, Everybody that uh, was on that show, I thought, you know, I was I was one of the one to go, boy, I can't believe they took me with them, but, you know, because I was just so impressed by the other folks. They, it was just like, wow, you know, and, and Carrie, that, what an artist. I mean, it's, 
you know, she's just, she's brilliant. She's like, she's scary. Some of the people that have heard me raving about this show, it replayed again last night, but that ship has sailed. But 9.30 Saturday morning, Connecticut Public Television, it will be showing one more time. I don't know if they're going to have any more replays down the road, but Saturday morning, set your set your VCR. <laughs> yeah, tape it. I, yeah. I have a VCR. Do you yeah, have a VCR? No, yeah, we taped it. Yeah, we taped it. So, you know, because I was at a birthday party. I couldn't watch it when it originally aired. Hey, let me just wrap things up, too, about even though you've done a lot of great things, stage, playing with great acts, how cool was it for you and Bruce to be singing backup harmonies to the governor on the Shabu stage on the 4th of July? Was, was that exciting? It was, <laughs> it was It was just fabulous. And, you know, he's such a good man. He's, you know, I mean, I, I love that guy. I mean, I, I, he's so sincere. He's so real. You know, and by the way, I dedicated the whole Hartford Festival of Jazz Weekend to him and to John Larson. Uh, you know, for all the work that John did in the Hartford area to feed people through the pandemic at the at the football stadium for months and months, he got all that money out of Washington, and to, and to put the homeless in ho- hotels and, I mean, retooling people that needed a job to uh, to go over to uh, the university and and learn how to work with computers and I mean, you name it. John Larson worked so hard, and then of course what Governor Lamont has done for. The, the state and, and for COVID and for women and uh, just the job he's done uh, ma- uh, taking care of business for the state. he's He's been really, really wonderful. So, you know, I mean, I love the guy and it was just such a thrill to get to sing with him. And he's saying, imagine, not the first time he's done that on the Shibu stage. Yeah. But you and Bruce sang backup harmonies, but you being a blues guy, you must have kind of put a little smile on your face when he started banging out those blues chops on the keyboard. He 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 knew what he was doing. Yeah, I mean he was he was pretty darn good boy. I'll tell you, I was going, holy smoke! Let's get a social security number for this guy. <laughs> I'll put him in the band. But uh, yeah, I mean, what a thrill that was, and uh, you know, uh, he's been so good to our community and kind. And I felt I felt a little guilty. I said, you know, I said, Ned, right on the stage, I said, Hey, Ned, we need some footbridge money. What do you think? <laughs> what do you say? He goes, Not in public. <laughs> David, lighten up. You know, we both started laughing, but I, you know, but but anyway, I've, you know, just a flashback. It is, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Flashback yeah. to the Fourth of July, yeah. the uh, great free Temptations concert, with other things too, including all the Ukraine benefit stuff we talked about earlier with. David Foster, who this morning announced a five-concert series at the Eastern Connecticut State University Fine Arts Center on High Street, starting on September the 17th with a couple of Take Six shows. And then on October the 15th, these are Saturdays, the Cuban jazz great Arturo Sandoval does two shows with the Shabu All-Stars, the warm-up act. And the other book date so far is Pat Metheny, the great jazz musician, on June the 15th. There'll be two more dates to be added as well with acts to be named later on. Great information, great stories. Always loving to have it on, David. Thanks very much. Thank you, Wayne. It was nice to be with you. David Foster bringing more great music to Romantic Willimantic. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.